0: Hallelujah. Praise God, beloved. You are welcome to this podcast. I'm so glad you were able to tune in today. I want you to position yourself in God's love as you listen to his word and you engage his spirit. We only receive from the Lord In his true form via the Spirit. The flesh cannot receive what the Spirit of God is speaking, but your spirit can. That's why he fashioned you by his Spirit so that they can be an undivided and undiluted communication. So every time you step in like this, I encourage you, say, Spirit of living God, you live inside me for a purpose. You are the person that helps me receive from the Lord, that helps me understand what the Lord is saying concerning my life. So I yield to you. I give this very moment to you, Spirit of living God. We give you this moment, and I thank you, Holy Spirit, because you are doing a mighty work in that son and daughter of yours right now. Take over. Take over. Take over, Lord. See, today I wanted you to face the testimony that comes out from the test you go through. And this is your heritage. I want you to see that that test is turning around for a testimony. I want you to see God's heart for you in the midst of that test. Because the Lord has gone before you. And he's made provision for you. You see, we talked the other day about how Jesus Christ overcame his temptations. That the devil came and presented before him. And afterwards, angels came and ministered to him. Whether you're going through a test right now or whether you have overcome I decree to you that the angels of the Lord are ministering to you right now. You see, in my walk with the Lord, I just look back at the days where I was so young as a teenager and my mom read turkeys. My mom would be concerned about her turkeys. Many of us feel like the things we go through are just so trivial and they are not that important. But they are important to the Lord. I'm telling you, scripture says that the Lord knows every hair on your head. So as you brush that hair through tomorrow or as you comb it out and you see those strands fall out of your comb or your brush, Can you begin to meditate on the fact that he loves you so much that he knows that those strands of hair are off of your head right now? And so this is how I came to know the love of the Lord. I saw him as daddy. My mom was really passionate with her turkeys, like I was saying. (laughs) Every night as a family, we had devotions. And we were asked to pray after the devotions. And when my mom's turkeys are sick, I would pray for them. And the next morning, she would wake up and see her turkeys running around and happy. And all of that made her ponder about how much God loved her and how God answers prayers. And then I also remember times when these turkeys would be missing. Sometimes they'll be gone for a whole week And then I would pray I would say Lord Let this turkeys be returned And I'm telling you the next morning this turkeys will walk through the gate Somehow someone walked in through the gate And left it open Or maybe there's just this little space and you see this jerky squeeze through the gates. It was the most fascinating thing. And my beloved, this did not happen one time. It didn't have happen two times. This kept happening. They came home. God is interested in seeing your son and your daughter come home no matter the addiction that has consumed them, you can begin to pray. And I promise you one day you will see them walk through your doors. And it's not far from now because I am decreeing in the name of Jesus. The same God that I began to see cause my mom's turkeys walk through the gates is the same God that loves your son and your daughter so much. So, in the mighty name of Jesus, I decree that wherever your children are, and whatever grips of addiction has held and consumed their lives in the mighty name of Jesus, I decree that addiction broken. I decree that they are coming home right now. I ask that you will begin to join faith with me. You have to believe, though. You have to believe with me. And so come with me. You have a powerful presence of God inside of you and you're able to believe him for miracles I am believing God for miracles we have a conference coming on January the 22nd and I am believing the Lord for miracles and I want you to believe the Lord for miracles that your son is coming home there was a man in the Bible his name is Paul you all no Paul You know his story. But on this particular event, Paul was a prisoner. And they were moving them to Rome. And on their journey to Rome, there was a lot of chaos. You read this in Acts 27. It was a horrendous journey as they traveled through the sea. They were shipwrecked. It got so bad. But Paul believed the Lord for every life. And every life was saved. (laughs) I mean, they were saved hanging on debris. Others were hanging on planks and parts of this broken ship. But you know what? Everyone escaped safely to the shore. The message here is that the Lord will answer your prayer. It doesn't matter how you come out of this fire. It doesn't matter how you come out of this temptation. You will come out of it. That is the story here. This is what God makes out of your life. That whatever the enemy has designed for evil against your life, God will turn it around for good. Believe he is for you. Believe this is his heart for you. And you will see it manifest. Oh, I've seen it manifest so many times. He never fails. I mean, he can answer the prayer of a teenage girl. He can answer the prayer of a grown old man. And sometimes it may take long and sometimes you will have to go through it. Like they were going through it in this instant. They, it was a matter of life and death. And your place right now may seem to be a matter of life and death. But in the mighty name of Jesus, I decree that the saving power of Jesus is reaching into that particular circumstance and delivering you onto the shore out of those crazy situations, out of that shipwreck where everything else has failed. You will find a debris, you will find a plank, and hold on to it that is the shred of faith. That mustard seed that grows into a humongous tree. Hang on to that debris and see how your testimony unveils. See, it didn't even stop there. Let's just go on over to the very next chapter. That's the last chapter in Acts 28. Let's just read from verse 1. Once we were safe on the shore, we learned that we were on the island of Malta. The people of the island were very kind to us. It was cold and rainy, so they built a fire on the shore to welcome us. See, everything was looking good after they... Survived the ship, shipwreck. As Paul gathered an handful of sticks and was laying them on the fire. So Paul is here trying to be helpful. We will continue. A poisonous snake driven out by the heat. Beat him on the hand. You have to understand what a hectic night these people went through. This man of God was the one who promised everyone that they were going to be saved, And the Lord had revealed to him that no life will be lost. And then just when things were looking good, they had friends come to help them. New friends came to help them. I'm sure you've been in that situation where you needed help and strangers came to help you. And you're like, thank God. So their hearts were filled with so much gratitude at the help they were receiving. And their bodies were cold and it was raining. But what happened? These people were willing to build a fire then why was it that of all the sticks on the island that Paul had to go grab the one with a snake in it have you been there where you look at yourself and you're like of everyone in the world why do I have to be the one to go through this (laughs) you feel sometimes like why does this have to come to you why do you have to carry everybody's load Why do you have to suffer more than everybody else? Why do you have to deal with things when you can just walk away? Why do you have to sit down and tolerate the things you're tolerating? Why do you have to be the wise one? Why do you have to be the reasonable one? See, I see you. I see every one of you. This is Paul here. He was a man of God. He was used of the Lord mightily. He was working for the Lord. Because the enemy will to lie to you. That your faith doesn't count. But let's go on and see what happened. In verse 4. Of Acts 28. The people of the island. They saw it hanging. That's the snake. Hanging from his head. And said to each other. A murderer. No doubt. So, I want you to follow this story very well. The Lord delivers you from a horrible sheep wreck. And what I also forgot to tell you was, upon that sheep, there was a guard who made sure that Paul was protected because there were other guards that were willing to kill the 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 prisoners so they wouldn't escape. I wanted to see the protection of God, that God used a guard to protect the entire uh, prisoners because of Paul. And then, going through the shipwreck, everyone was preserved because of Paul. They found themselves safely on the shore. And now Paul is not sitting down and waiting for everybody to serve him because he is the prophet or he is the anointed person or he is a special person. He's like, you know what? We are going to get everybody warm. So he joins in. He easily could have sat out, but no, he didn't. And then of everyone there, He gets to be the one that picks up the sticks with the snake. This is amidst strangers that were supposed to feel like God sent them to help them. The same strangers that were loving and caring and helpful were now calling Paul, a murderer, no doubt. Have you been that person that has walked with the Lord And because you're going through an infirmity, people are saying that it's because you sinned. This is very common. I have seen it over and over. God is punishing you because you sinned. There is redemption for you. God loves you. His love for you is so great. And so now this scripture will prove to you that all those words and voices that tell you that you're going through that trial, or maybe you're going through a financial problem, all those voices that say that you're suffering as a result of things you have done wrong, we silence them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. They are naysayers and their word is not true. Because right here, people who did not know Paul at all, out of nowhere, they now had a say in Paul's life. They didn't know on what charges he was in prison. They didn't even go to ask what charges Paul was in prison for. All that mattered was that they were going to walk with the enemy to pull Paul down. See, when the Lord is out to use you mightily like this, the enemy might come at you. See, God had used Paul to preserve lives. Paul was moving in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so uh, the demonic was coming at him. That's what happened right there. Aside from the snake being in Paul's sticks and biting him, the people who were very generous and hospitable towards him were now calling him names, names that did not describe who Paul was. But wait, that is the voice of the accuser because remember before Paul was saved Paul would hold on to the clothes of those who would stone Christians and remember before he was saved he was on his way to kill Christians. So the voice of the accuser will rise up and begin to bring out your past when the Lord is using you in this way. So don't count it strange at all that you're walking with the Lord and strange things are happening to you. No, don't count it strange. The devil will speak through people and sometimes it's the best of people. That's why the Lord says you do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers in high places. In high places So you can imagine a whole team of demonic activity Taking place After this man of God was so used by the Lord So they said Though he escaped the sea Justice will not permit him to leave You lie the devil Because God is the God of justice See the accusing voice of the enemy Is to say that that was justice for Paul But no The God of justice, the righteous judge, spoke on behalf of Paul. And just like that, in verse 5, But Paul shook off the snake in the fire and was unharmed. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree to you right now that that attack upon your life, I want you to rise up and say in the name of Jesus, I shake it off of my life right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree that I will not be harmed. That no harm will come to me. Because I carry the vessel of the Lord. The people waited. In verse 6. They waited for him to swell up or suddenly drop dead. Ah, Every alliance of the devil against your life. Every strategy of the enemy designed to cause you to fall and die. We come against it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every evil gathering watching for you to fall. Watching for you to fail. Watching evil to come upon you in the name of Jesus. We destroy their activities. We scatter them from the camp they are gathered at. The Lord said that surely they will gather because their gathering is not of him. He will scatter. I decree that over your life. Everyone waiting to watch you fail. Everyone waiting to watch you die. In this year 2022. In Jesus name. They will not see you die. Their expectations against your life. Will not manifest in Jesus name. But when they had waited a long time. (laughs) <laughs> Skin I am telling you generations will wait a long time And instead of seeing you fail or fall or die They will see you succeed And they will see a testimony proceed from that trial In the mighty name of Jesus They waited a long time And saw that he wasn't harmed Hallelujah See, the more your enemies wait, they will see that no harm will befall you. I speak a covering of God over your life right now. I speak the protective covering of God over your family. In the mighty name of Jesus. That all those strange activities happening around, they will begin to see the power of God displayed in your life instead. You will not be harmed. They waited for long and then they changed their minds and decided he was a god. Oh, dear Lord. (laughs) Humans are so fecal, guys. Humans are so fecal. One moment, he's a murderer. The next moment, he's a god. And that's it. That was the conclusion. He's a god. Well, the power of God is moving inside of you right now. And I see that you are going to move in such supernatural power that men will stand in awe at God's miraculous flowing on the inside of you in the mighty name of Jesus. That people will watch your life and they'll begin to wonder what kind of God does he serve? Because you will operate as one made in the image of God. Hallelujah. I decree the mighty name of Jesus. That this test that you're going through is designed for you to come out with a testimony. That all the negative things you have experienced and all the naysayers and what they've said. What you've heard and all the designs they have done all the mockery you have had to endure ask in the name of Jesus i decree that your testimony will be that of one who walks with god and sees a transformed life for not just yourself but for all those onlookers in the mighty name of Jesus and that entire place was turned To a place of miracles, signs, and wonders. And this is your moment, my beloved. Begin to seize this opportunity. Begin to seize this opportunity. It is yours. There is no excuse. There is no excuse anymore. This is what the Lord is waiting to do for you. He's waiting to do this for you. He's been waiting on you. He's been calling on you, son of God, arise. Daughter of Zion, arise. He's been waiting on you. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh now. Fall afresh now and show that you are the same. Show forth in this life, show forth in this vessel of yours. May you go forth and have a great and awesome day and know, know that you are deeply loved. You are never forsaken and that your testimony is gaining ground your testimony is building up and oh god how beautiful the steps upon which you walk how beautiful the life you live how beautiful the words that come out of your mouth as you tell of how you overcame in jesus mighty name amen